Hello, my name is Ed Frawley. My wife and I own Learbird. This email question about gunfire on a three-year-old dog came in through our Ask Cindy portal on the front of Learbird.com. And as I say at the beginning of every one of these YouTube videos, you don't need to be a customer of Learbird to ask a question on training, behavioral problems, uh, breeding, health problems to ask a question. And we have a database of 3,500 or more of these questions, they're not all. We just pick the good ones like this, and we'll put them in the database. And it's a searchable database. Let me read this to you. I have a three-year-old Dutch Shepherd that I adopted a year ago. No background was given. She's very anxious and fearful when hearing gunfire, large or small, from the neighborhood. Nice neighborhood. <laughs> hate it when I have all this gunfire in my neighborhood. She is non-reactive to almost all other situations, including trips to the military base at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. There, the background range noise is 24-7. Heavy artillery to small arms fire. No problem at all with that. I've tried to desensitize her with background noise online at home in calm, non-reactive settings. That does not work. She only reacts to live gunfire near her house. I guess I would too. <laughs> Any suggestions on how to help her? She is not storm reactive at all. So far, I just crate her and sit with her. The other dogs in the home are non-reactive, one Malinois and one Mutt. Her words, not mine. Cindy said, this is a tough issue to figure out with an adult dog with an unknown history. And it is true. And she said, is she to is does she have toys she loves and is she food motivated? And the person wrote back, she's both food and toy motivated with extreme toy motivation, but for balls and tugs. She's very intense prey and working drive. That's good. Cindy's going to talk about that here. I might use, and Cindy says this, I might use toy and play with her and set up gunfire very far away so she doesn't notice it at all. And it sounds like at Fort Bragg, because my son, Jeff, uh, was in the 82nd Airborne and stationed at Fort Bragg for the years that he was in. I realize this is not easy to work through, but if it were my dog, I would try and change her reaction so she anticipates her highest value motivator if she hears gunfire. So this is one of those scenarios where you're not gonna fix three years of problem in a month or two months. It may take a long time, but it's possible if you want to try and do it. If you have a, a nearby working dog club or know of a hunting club where trainers shoot blank pistols, you may go there and stay a long distance away and work on successive approximation to get closer. That means, if you haven't heard me talk about successive approximation, it means that you might start a block and a half away from this club and play tug with your dog. And then you might take 50 steps closer 
and play tug with your dog. And if you get to the point and do it a lot so that she anticipates this. I mean, there's nothing wrong if you get out of your car and it's two blocks down there and she sees you got her toy and she's all excited about that. But if you get to the point where she won't play anymore, you're too close. So that's your goal, not to get it by the dog or by the shooting over there, but to get it to the point where before she would quit playing right there. Now we'll back off and we'll play here because we know we'll play here and we play and we put her in the car and take away. And you don't have to play for 10 minutes. You can play just a little bit and put her away. Put her away when she's at high drive and playing. She's liking what you're doing. Put her away so she's thinking, I want more, more, more. And then when you go further down the road of training here, you get her out, she sees it, oh, this is gonna be fun, and work to the point where this is no longer the edge. Maybe the edge then is 100 feet further. And see what you can come up with. With it, this may take three, four hundred times. I don't know how long it takes. It all comes back to dealing with the dog that's in front of you. No one, not me, not anybody, not a vet, can tell you what to do in this scenario for that dog until they see the dog, until they see the reactions to the dog. They know the dog. They know the temperament of the dog. They know the drive levels of the dog. They know the level of fear in the dog. Then you can come up with some suggestions, but you have to always be prepared to back your training up and then start working towards it again. You have to have patience. You can't correct a dog out of this behavior and be like, I like my friend Michael Ellis was talking about, I forgot what the subject was. I think it was trying to correct a dog for fear aggression. And he said, just imagine this. What if you were deathly afraid of spiders? So I'm gonna get a tarantula and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this tarantula and I'm gonna put it in a bottle and I'm gonna tie that bottle around your neck and let you carry it around for a day or two. Are you gonna be any less afraid of tarantulas by doing that? <laughs> you, can't correct a, you can't correct fear out of a dog. You can work with it, but you're not gonna correct it. And you have to have patience. And you have to take the time it takes for that dog to fix the problem. And you have to be prepared to understand that maybe you can't fix it. Maybe you can only manage it. Maybe you can only put it in a crate, turn the music up in your house. Maybe you have to try and deal with it with phar pharmaceutical problems. We sell non-narcotic herbal calm issues here for dogs that have problems over the 4th of July. That might be your only solution, I don't know. But hopefully this person can work through it.